right, welcome everyone. It's uh, certainly a privilege uh, for me to be here and to just share some of my thoughts as we work through what I've titled the Second Arrow Resilience um, series uh, of sessions, which we will run over the next few weeks um, and as we grapple with various crises around the world. Everyone can see my black screen. It's blacker than my face, right? Cool. All right, I thought we'd start off and just for me to psych myself up, I'll play a quick intro video uh, about me and let's take it away. He is exceptional. An international speaker, think shifter, author, and co-founder of Twice Blue. Maybe an African hero, but his story and his appeal are universal. I know this personally. He specializes in leadership, personal mastery, and high performance. Authentic, dynamic, and purpose-driven. I just loved him. If you liked him a little bit before, you really loved him afterwards. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Dr. Alex Granger. All right. Under normal circumstances, this is where all the excitement is, where we get a lot of applause. But yes, uh, we are online today doing a virtual session and um, certainly a privilege for me. So today's session is entitled the Second Arrow Resilience Workshop or series. Um, and I just want to take you through various aspects of my thinking around how we can develop resilience in our workplaces and even in our lives. Um, and all of these sessions uh, will be literally bite-sized 15 to 20 minute TED talk style and allow for a bit of Q&A. And this is the framework that we will be using over the next few weeks, uh, basically covering mindset, emotional intelligence, self-belief, adaptability and optimism. And I think once we've gone through all of that, you can see um, really good ways of developing your resilience. And resilience for me really is the ability to make a really strong comeback after a big setback. Um, all of my sessions ultimately try to answer these following three questions in this order. So to start off this session, I thought I'd share what the Buddha once asked the student. The Buddha asked the student, if a person is struck by an arrow, is it painful? And the student replied, it is. Then the Buddha asked, if the person is struck by a second arrow, is that even more painful? And the student replied again, it is. And then the Buddha explained, in life, we cannot always control the first arrow. However, the second arrow is our reaction to the first. And with the second arrow comes the possibility of choice. So let's talk about mindset. What is a mindset? In a nutshell, I mean, a simple explanation of what mindset is. It's a way of thinking, right? It's a mental inclination or a tendency or a habit. It's, it's a fixed mental attitude or even a disposition that predetermines a person's responses to and interpretations of situations. It's just the way that we think, the way that we think. I found an even better um, uh, analogy or explanation that says um, mindset is, is it's actually our mental attitude that has taken shape based on our life experiences our mindsets create our shared world that's true we live in a collaborative environment so we can never remove ourselves and work in an isolated space but mindsets can be developed in complexity and in fact under a lot of pressure and via stress we find that we begin to think out the box we begin to think more innovatively and i think that's critical and finally, mindsets can be transcended. In other words, you don't have to stagnate. You have to think 
same way all the time. You can be flexible and agile and adaptive, and therefore your mindset can uh, be developed and transcend to a higher space. So why do mindsets matter? There's two key reasons. Mindsets matter because they, they shape the way we view the world and can constrict, expand the world which we engage in life, right? They shape the way we view the world, the way that we think. So the more you expose yourself to a lot of knowledge and information, the more you see the world in a different light. Now, the third mindset is called the benefit mindset. And this is an interesting uh, type of mindset. In the benefit mindset, uh, people in this space only seek to fulfill their potential, but, to, but they choose to do it in a way that contributes to the well-being of others and society as a whole. People question why we do what we do and believe in doing good for others. So this is where the whole Simon Sinek thinking comes into start with why. And if we uh, just go on to the next uh, example, if I, if I gave you a simple example, let's say you go, let's say you go to Woolies, my favorite store, go to Woolies to buy some food or to go and buy some dinner. The fixed mindset that goes to buy, if you go shopping, it's on autopilot. You're drawing on your habitual patterns of behavior uh, and, and, and you, you literally buy what you normally buy. In fact, that environment it just forces you. Like if you go to Woolies, you know you're always going to go to uh, aisle number three because that's where the bread is and aisle number one because that's where the chicken is. And, and then you're out of there. It's fixed. You don't even think about it. You walk in, you know what you want, and you leave. Um, now, in the growth mindset, it's different. It's, you, you went shopping and you considered making something new uh, or, and different, or you bought different ingredients. Uh, my wife does this. So she goes to the stores and she'll check out, mm, I don't think this, this product is as cheap as I can get it at spa or at pick and pay. And she has this growth mindset. Or she sees something new and says, yeah, I've never tried that. Let me try that out. And then voila, we've got a, a new meal in the evening. Now, the benefit mindset is very different. It's now going... So I guess the biggest question is, well, then how... How, Alex, how do we develop this right mindset? How do, we, how do we actually develop a mindset that actually helps us to improve and work smart? Well, let me share in closing five key points that I think are critical for us to be able to develop the right type of mindset. So the first one is, is, is think of your mindset as a voice. How does the mindset manifest itself? It controls the ways you talk to yourself in the privacy of your own head. Now, recognizing this fact is the first step to achieving a growth mindset. As you approach a challenge that that voice in your head might say something like this to you, are you sure you can do it? Maybe you don't have the heart. Or what if you fail? You'll be a failure. And so when you begin to add that, as you hit a setback, the voice might even say, this would have been a snap if you really had talent. And so when you begin to think of your mindset as a voice, you begin to realize the importance of the internal dialogue. The second part is choose growth. Now that you know what you're up against, the next step is recognizing you're unstuck with the thoughts you currently have. And so these are the five steps that we can use starting now. This is not something that, you, that can take you forever. You begin to start having those conversations, understanding the voice, talking back, acting, and ultimately just reframing it by adding the word yet. And that, my friends, today is just my sharing on how mindsets can benefit you in the development of your personal resilience. Thank you.